Hi there, I'm Becky Hammond, founder and strength maven over at Isogo and isogostrong.com. You know, we all know that relationships are hard, so let's make them easier with your strengths. And welcome to the Isogo TV video and audio podcast. Here on Isogo TV, we are fueling family connection and work energy by focusing in on your strengths instead of fixating on your weakness. And today you are joining us for episode 85, which is right in the middle of our season four interview series all about using strengths. Here on this podcast, in this interview series, leaders, coaches, parents, spouses, regular people are just talking about what happens in their lives when they truly begin using and harnessing the strongest things about them in their work or their marriages or their parenting and, and beyond really. Today's guest is Shauna T. Sobers. And Shauna, as you will find out, is full of energy and she just exudes this positive spirit and a confidence in her work. And, and she'll, in our interview, we'll dive into her exposure to the strengths perspective, which includes the happenstance training by Dr. Chip Anderson. And if you know anything about strengths, he's one of the early icons of the movement. And so you'll marvel right along with me as she talks about how many institutions she's taken that strengths perspective to from that point on. As of right now, Dr. Sobers is the Assistant Director for Residence Life at University of Texas at Austin. And then independently, she's also the CEO and Principal Facilitator at Shauna T. Sobers LLC, which is a leadership consulting firm that focuses on empowerment through Latin partner dance, positive psychology, and resilience. I mean, hello, talk about an interesting perspective on leadership. And today on the show, Shauna shares stories and paradigms from her own strengths journey that speak to breaking down cultural divides, the resiliency of women executives of color, and giving yourself permission to live from your best place. It's fascinating, it's powerful. So let's dive into this conversation with Shauna. Hello, Shauna Sobers. How are you today? I'm great. Good, I'm so glad that we get to chat here today. We just recently met at the summit, the Gallup Summit. That was just a few weeks ago from this recording point anyway. And um, I, I I don't know, we just, we, we met as you came up to one of my tables for my Dare to Dialogue cards, right? I've already used those cards. Woohoo, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't know, there's just this energy about you. You, um, I'm gonna let you tell your, tell your story, but I'm just excited to hear more and to be able to share your story with other people about how the strengths perspective came in and impacted, not just like, oh, these, this is who I am through my strengths, but really impacted the way that you operate and maybe even the way that you lead through your through the strengths perspective. So I'm excited to be able to talk to you about that today um, and share your story with everybody because I know it's a worthy story um, to be told. So um, why don't we just kind of jump right in and um, I will, what is, just tell us about yourself. What's your family like? What do you do for work? And then we'll just go from there. Yeah. Um, I think my, my significance wants me to say thank you for seeing me. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> for recognizing that, um, uh, that I had something to share and something to give. I, I really appreciate that. Um, as I thought about saying that, I was like, that's where that's coming from. Significant. <laughs> um, but I was born in Barbados. Uh, so I'm a Caribbean gal. Uh, but I grew up in New York city and, and, um, Spent most of my life in the Bronx or Manhattan or Queens. Uh, went to undergrad at Bucknell University. Did an econ major, dance minor. Ooh, um, I know. that's not a typical combo. I yeah, feel. I know. I know. <laughs> it's, 
because I have learner, so it's okay. Um, I was econ major, dance minor, but then studied abroad with engineering and anthropology. Okay. Uh huh. And then, <laughs> and so many things. So, you know, really active student leader, hmm. really involved alumni, ended up going back for a master's in college student affairs. And I did that in California. And so went to Orange County and went to Azusa Pacific University, which we just recently found out we share. Yes, alma mater, right? Yes. <laughs> and so my harmony really liked that similarity that we had. Um, and so I did a master's in college student affairs, which is when I was introduced to the strengths phenomenon and um, the revolution that was the strength. Um, and then went on to get my doctorate in higher education administration and leadership from um, in NorCal from University of the Pacific. Um, and so now I'm in Austin, Texas as an assistant director for uh, residential life, wow. as well as I just recently started my own business uh, for consulting around uh, leadership, not only with strengths, but also in dance. Uh, so oh, I there you go. Bachata, There's that combo uh, and bachata and tango. Wow. And I infuse. I had did a TED talk, and so it's kind of um, stemming from my TED talk and my blog of how partner dance can teach you about leadership. Wow. Uh, and so I do that. One branch is leadership and dance. One branch is leadership and you know learning about how um, to view your transferable skills and career development using strengths to do those things. And then the third branch is about women's empowerment. And my dissertation research was on resilience. And I created a whole model of a resilience tree to, to help um, women get to senior level leadership. Wow. And so I created a business for that. So I am you know doing that as well on the side. Awesome. Yeah, on the side, I'm sure. On the side. We, we won't have, have achievers. We won't have to wait too long to figure out how, what your engine is behind all that stuff. Yes, that's, that's, that keeps my fire going and uh, keeps the stamina for all of those things that I'm passionate about and interested in. Yeah. So I give to all of those things. But my first introduction, um, as we we're talking about, to um, strengths was through Chip Anderson at, at Azusa Pacific University. And uh, because Legend. all of the incoming um, first year students take the assessment and then do a whole seminar uh, for a semester on, on, the, the, on the, the positive psychology and how to, how to use it in their relationships, in their extracurriculars, in their class, et cetera. And so before I even started my master's, I got this invitation to be trained by this person who knew that it was the father of strengths within higher education um, and that it would have such an impact on my life. I certainly did not. <laughs> so thankful that my learner was was there to you know want me to to try this out. But ultimately, I agreed to learn to be able to coach a first year student for an hour and how to use wow. this tool, and have since um, used it at every single institution, six institutions now. Wow. I brought the uh, the strengths um, revolution to brought it to my staff team. And then the energy just grows and then it becomes a departmental initiative wow. and then it grows and it becomes a divisional um, initiative. And so um, at least two divisions, I've, you know, over a hundred people of my colleagues presenting to and, and helping out 
and a number of um, departments that year in and year out, they've called upon me to, to, to do this work. And so it's really exciting. Oh, I love that. I love that, Shauna. Yeah. All right. So the next thing I want to do, and this is something that we've been doing in all of our, in, the, in these, this, these interview series so far, is I want to actually dive into one of these Dare to Dialogue okay. cards. So I, I know that you have a deck. So thank you for getting that over at the summit the other day. Um, and so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to like randomly select a card. Yeah. You want to pick this one? <laughs> and uh, let's see if we can both... Um, answer this question. Okay. Here, it's a fun one. What song or book represents your current life stage? Hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, going to be a song or book. Okay. Do you have one? Do. You do? Yes. Okay. Here it comes. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> what we all need a little bit of Elsa and Anna in our lives <laughs> uh, one I love Disney um, and then two it's that's how it's been feeling like mm. let go of the expectations that wow. maybe I feel like others have on me or I have put on me and giving myself I love Brene Brown's work the permission slips yeah. to you know do what feels good yeah so just, and be yourself exactly what you were just talking about that yeah. permission wow yeah, yeah. Love it. Okay. Uh, mine is um, equally as inspiring. <laughs> I mean, you know, from an inspiring show and inspiring songs, The Greatest Show. So from The Greatest Showman, have you seen it? I have yeah. not. Oh my goodness. I've heard of it. You yeah. will. You will. I think, I think it's one of the that. ones. That yeah. I, I mean, if I you like, like the music oriented things as the well. The musicals. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah. It's on the list. Yeah. But, um, it just, I mean, and I'm not saying like, oh, my life is the greatest show, but it's like, no, it's like, I just feel like if when I have this, a perspective that, um, that where I'm at, I, I just feel like where I'm at right now is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And so mm -hmm. as a result, like I can live my life, like it's the greatest show mm -hmm. and I can, um, I can embrace even like the setbacks and the things that are happening that are unexpected. Like as like, you know what, this is just part of the show. This is just part of the journey. We got to have some, you know, ups and downs or the show is not good. So, <laughs> and then the show must go on and the show must go on. Exactly. Yeah. Like we get knocked down and then we pick up our strengths partners, like my husband and my kids. And we say, okay, you're going to have to support me in this moment. And mm. here, here we go. The greatest show. So Definitely. I love that. <laughs> cool. Well, so you also, so you're kind of exploring it in your own life, kind of at the same time that you're starting to then share it with other students who are coming in and then you go and you share it kind of university to university. Um, give a, what comes to your mind as an example of your own kind of interaction with somebody else and what, what happened in, in somebody's life who you got to coach or who you got to experience that, um, that strengths connection and that strengths perspective with, as you were walking the journey with that. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't necessarily yeah. be a coachee, but it could even be somebody that you were leading or, yeah. um, organizationally. Yeah. I think two examples come to mind of folks that I've supervised. Um, and so absolutely right. It's not formal coaching, but right. it's certainly, um, I create manager as coach, right? It's the manager. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. There you go. It's the manager. It's the manager. <laughs> um, and so I, I try to create a culture and an atmosphere in the office where it's okay when people do things or they're they're saying 
an example of something happening that I pause and I'm like, hmm, I wonder what, you know, strength or talent is making you do that particular thing. Yeah. So much so that now people know that I'm going to ask that question or they begin to ask other people that same question and then they reflect on it themselves. Well, one day I was driving home and I got a phone call from one of my graduate students and she calls me up and she's like, okay, Shauna, I just, you know, turned in an assignment and I did all the things on the rubric and this was a really good assignment and I turned it in. And then the professor said they were grading it slightly differently than what the rubric said. Oh. And so I got this other grade and she was like, I am furious about this. And she was like, and it makes, you know, even though I still did well, like I'm like amped up and I'm really, and so she's like, and I'm wondering which of my strengths (laughs) are making me, you know, feel this way. And so we like kind of talk through it um, and come to find out she has the strength of competition. Mm. And so what I said to her was maybe just maybe um, you feel as though the game wasn't set up fairly for you to win and you wanted to win. (laughs) And so when they changed the rubric on you, that was the rules of the game. Yeah. well, Well articulated. And so though you, you know, did okay, got in second, third, still did good you felt like you could have put more into it if you knew all the rules. Yeah. And she was like, oh my goodness, that makes so much sense. That is really cool. So, okay, I have this burning question about your work in women resiliency okay. and um, career aspiration. And I'm just curious, like, how does the strengths perspective fit into that as you were doing your research and mm-hmm. when you came out on the other side, like, what, where, did, where did that all fit in? Oh, and you know it fits. <laughs> I mean, that's where I'm just like, oh, this is like, amazing. <laughs> like, help, you got all the dots. Now we need the connections. Absolutely. Um, so when I went to do my dissertation, people will often tell you, you should know what you want to study already before you like start the program. <laughs> and so, of course, what I wanted to study was strengths. Yes. And positive psychology. Yes. And, and I started down that path, but then... Um, quickly realized that it wasn't specifically the tool that I wanted to study because then that kind of got me into validation and um, more um, quantitative and I wanted to stay qualitative. And so what I did instead was use positive psychology as as one of my grounding um, theories. And so um, I I really wanted to study essentially myself. Hmm. I wanted to study the high achieving student who on the outside looks like you're doing fine getting A's, right? but really might be screaming for help and guidance and support. Interesting. But people don't know because you're producing the outcome that they expect. You're, you're working hard. My achiever was definitely the hamster wheel was in play. I'm getting good grades. I seem to be okay. Um, so all of the attention and the support and the uplifting, I mean, not all, but, you know, most of yeah. it, we were going to the people who are struggling. And so I was like, there's something about that. How can we as educators spot that? Yeah. Even though all of the, the measurements that we have. Right. They're like, oh, they're doing fine. So let me just they're focus. They're doing fine. Let's on, focus on these other folks. Yeah. When really I'm like, no, I need help too. Um, there could be better ways that I can get to this outcome that's easier than what I'm doing 
to have, and I'm putting what I'm putting in. So I went in kind of thinking, okay, I'm going to study. I'm going to find a way to study me, the past me. And I had a mentor, thank goodness for him. And he was like, okay, you've been there before though. How about you study where you haven't been? Mm. And I was like, hmm, okay. And so then I looked to, you know, not school, but career. And at the time, you know, I was in the master's for student affairs. So I was thinking, okay, maybe I want to be a dean. Hmm. Or maybe I want to be a vice president. Right. What might that look like? And what might that entail? And so I started looking to that and, hey, there weren't many of them who looked like me. There weren't many black women senior student affairs administrators. And so I was like, huh, what's that about? (laughs) Because I knew that there was uh, a number of women and women of color who were graduating undergrad, masters, and, you know, in the workforce, but they were assistant directors, directors, but not senior leadership, not CEOs, not CFOs, not VPs. And so I'm like, okay, why is this happening? And because I had that strengths-based lens, I really talked to my chair about not wanting to research and find out their experiences as a deficit, what's Mm. wrong. But I wanted to answer the question, what's right with them? Mm. So I recognized that, and I defined in my research, becoming a vice president is being resilient. Mm. And so if becoming a, a, a vice president and reporting directly to the president so being on the president's cabinet is being resilient, then what got them there and what mm-hmm. sustains them in that position where mm-hmm. others aren't. And so I learned from them and got their strategies for success of, of how they got there and how they sustained in that because they had been in the field for at least 10 years or more was one of my criteria. And often they were working in predominantly white institutions. So that added another layer, black women in a predominantly white institution on the president's cabinet where not many people look like them. Right. How do you do that? Um, not many people are actually even women at that level, right? So right. not only right. are There's you- multiple intersections of identity mm-hmm. that's coming into play. The woman, the woman of color, but also in, in higher education and academic settings, being in student affairs is also seen sometimes in the minority and as a token at the table in terms of a perspective. So many different, you know, and then some of the women I was interviewing also might have had different sexual orientation. Um, Some of the women might, a lot of them were under five, five. Um, And so, you know, and so it was just, you know, all of these different aspects of their identity that comes into play to how do you manage the perceptions of others and how do you lead in this space? Going back to my, you know, wanting to be a leader, wanting to be a supervisor, wanting to, to you know, have that impact on people. Oh, right. significance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, so that's how it, it how, that's how strengths perspective influenced yeah. the, the dissertation is how the, the, the lens that I use to do the research. And then what I got from it made me cry. Hmm. because in seeking what's good, sometimes you have to wade through what's not so good. Yeah. And so to hear the stories that these women had to go through um, and the comments that were made to them from board of trustees, from presidents, from faculty, from their peers, from their subordinates, 
it just like I get goosebumps now. It just made me really depleted or like yeah. just like man, why would I want to do this job mm. if it's not any better than what I'm currently experiencing? Wow. Right? And that's not where I want to be. Strength yeah. positivity. Like how, yeah, you're how, like, how, how do sponge, I make, like sponge. <laughs> Um, it took me a while. I had, I like went to counseling to like talk through yeah. like, what, what do I do? With what this about, I just uncovered this. Like I've just yeah. uncovered this, the muck and the mire that these women have, have gone through and probably are still going through still going through it. That, that senior level. And so here was all the risk factors coming at them and yeah. they were sharing with me. And the resilience model that I use is called the compensatory model. So it's not often we'll hear about the protective factor that here's all this, the risk and then something gets in the way and stops it and like, you know, pushes it away. That's not the model because how do you stop those things? Those yeah. are systemic you know, yeah. systems of oppression that are in place. And so here's the, the risk factors. And this is, here's the variables that we can add to your life that help you wow. be lifted up to be able to withstand that. And the more risk you have, the more you have to add these variables. And so what I did was once they kind of shared their stories with me and then I started to use it and live it in my life, I came up with a model called the resilience tree hmm. where I have four basic components of the things that you need to add into your life to help you sustain and resist the risk factors that are out there. And so yeah. four components for that. Was the strengths, was identifying and understanding who you are through your strengths, one of those things that you add back in or how did that fit into your tree model? Mm -hmm. So the four components is the roots and the roots are how do you refuel? Hmm. How do you, um, you know, pause, hit the pause button or turn the light switch off from work or whatever's coming at you and escape yeah. and take that in. Now, depending on your strengths, that might look very different. Totally. Um, and so as I work with people to identify what are those things for you, yeah. is it running? Is it journaling? Is it yoga? Is it church? Is it spending time with family? Is it going to the beauty salon? You know, whatever it is to kind of find your community of people who um, have similar interests or similar perspective or similar experiences, like going to the Strength Summit. Yeah. That might be a way that your people refuel each year right. and they bring that into their, their tree. The second component is the branches. And so what are the ways and the pathways so that I can get to my son, my goal? Yeah. And those branches could be mentors, could be sponsors, could mm. be, you know, my peers, but at its core, it's people who believe in you. Mm. It's people who see your potential. Mm. It's people who are going to put you in places to gain the skills that you need and give you opportunities. And so could that be depending on who my strengths partners are? Sure. Um, and so though, but it's also recognizing that branches break. Yeah. And sometimes people are in your life for a, only a season or a particular reason or recognizing that sometimes it's a one minute mentoring. I'm just asking you for advice on this thing and then you give it to me and then great. Or it's recognizing when someone says, Hey, you know, I really want to invest in you. I want to learn more about you and you being vulnerable enough to take the leap to trust someone with your story. Yeah. 
um, but being careful not to give everyone your story because you don't know what they're going to do with it. So that that nuance of vulnerability is also in there as well with the branches. Hmm. The next part is the leaves or the output or the fruit. Uh, so oftentimes people think, oh, you know, for whom much is given, much is expected. Yeah. Um, and that is true. Yes. And if you're a tree, there's sometimes when you're in season hmm. and there's sometimes when you need to lie dormant and not produce. Hmm. And so there's times where you want to get back. And then there's times where you need to figure out what's going on inside before you get back. Hmm. But once you give back, because this is a resilience tree, we're not just thinking about how am I giving to others, right. but the act of giving something to someone is usually you figuring out that you have advice to give. Yeah. And that figuring out that you have advice to give or you have experience, it's a way of looking back at where you've been. And even though you're headed forward and you're thinking about all the different things that you still need to tackle, and oh man, this is really hard. It's like taking your backpack off for a minute and turning around um, and eating your trail mix. Um, yeah. And like, you know, getting that protein, able to say like, hey, I, I do know something. I have learned something. Yeah. And someone else who's on that same path, I can, you know, help them. And so oftentimes the branches and the leaves go together because yeah. they're a vice president you know, they're not, uh, they're not presidents who look like them. And so they needed to go to one another. So in one conversation, I can be a branch for you and I can be a leaf for you. Yeah. Go back and forth and saying, here's my trouble. Can you give me advice? And then you tell me your trouble. And then I say, oh, I've been through that one. I can give you advice on that. And so you're filling each other up talking about the bucket um, again to say, Hey, I might need help and need to seek help at the same time. I might have experienced something and be able to give help. And that fills you up. Yeah. Yeah, it did totally. That bucket thing totally it reminds me of that concept. It, I don't know if you read the children's book, How Full Is Your Bucket by mm-hmm. Mary Reckmeyer. Mm-hmm. I read that to my kids because I just, I feel like it's so powerful. The, the, the learning that the little boy has when he realizes, yes, everyone has a bucket, that's good. And his, it feels bad when his gets emptied. But the, um, the piece that I just, I love is that what he, what he realizes is when I put a drop in someone else's bucket, it puts a drop in mine at the same time. Right. So like, by yeah. I just, I love that, that imagery that you're t- talking about the, the leaves of like, you can, once you've produced fruit, it not just produces fruit for other people, but that produces fruit for you and allows your yeah. tree to continue to cycle through and continue to live. You get it. <laughs> and then the same way. Once that, once that like leaf or fruit or whatever it is drops off the tree, it goes into the soil. And that is the other piece is the environment. So being aware of what environment you're in and maybe you need to uproot and replant in a different environment Hmm. and looking at, is this the right job? Is this the right position? Is this the right institution? And these women were able to, does this align with my values? Does this, you know, and they were able to figure out what worked best for them. So then they can start the cycle over again. And so, yes, the strengths perspective and strengths philosophy is in the model that I've created all over the place, but it's not so explicit to say, it's this branch. No, I mean, I love how I, actually everything that you, every part, the roots, the branches, the leaves, the environment, 
those, those will be different for every single person, depending Absolutely. on what their strengths are. Absolutely. Go in asking what's right, what's good, what do I add, not what do I subtract. Yes. Then you, you have, it's the perspective. It's not just the, the language, right? It's not just achiever, learner, discipline, significance, right. right? But it's the perspective that you bring to your entire model that even got you, I feel like, even got you to that place where you start to say, yeah, we're not taking things away. We're not putting up a barrier. We're saying, what do I add in to my life that's good? good and right that based on who I am that can get me past this or past a point that most people usually don't get to. I just, I love it. It's inspiring. <laughs> so I think all, all elements of um, my consulting business have a strength space, you know, philosophy to it. So the resilience tree for sure, you know, the, the career coaching and soup, like I love helping supervisors learn how to help their teams mm. um, or helping people talk, get ready for the interview or yes. whatever their transitional thing is and talk about their transferable skills. Um, and then also with dance and leadership. And so how do, how does, you know, learning how to dance as a partner become communication with another person is a different language altogether. And yeah. so being able to do that as well. Yeah. So I'm going to wow. do that actually today with um, Facebook is doing an event Oh, that uh, right? with Pride Week here in Austin, uh -huh. and, and they're learning salsa. So I'm going to go and, and teach some Woo! salsa. Woo! That sounds <laughs> What a day you have planned. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, just kind of in closing up here together, and I, I, for one, I can tell, like, this is a conversation that keeps going. So yes, this is, I'm so grateful for you sharing your story and for um, being willing just to kind of put yourself out there and get to know, basically, we're getting to know each other, you know. On, on record. So <laughs> I appreciate your vulnerability and you're willing to do that, uh, willingness to do that. So just kind of drawing from your own experience where you kind of came from trying to figure out what your life and your next step was going to look like to discovering something that has now painted a, a color across your entire career and across your entire life. Um, what encouragement or advice would you give to someone who can really kind of resonate with that? I'm kind of searching, um, I hear you on on some of these other elements, the cultural elements and the the roadblocks that we experience and the 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 words that people say to us that we feel we take as negative, but maybe they're actually are interested in in who we are as a person, you know, kind of that permission aspect. Mm -hmm. um, what kind of encouragement or advice would you give to someone who can kind of resonate with what you're talking about today? Yeah. Um, I think on my journey, I had to keep relearning the lessons that I already learned. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things that is for any commitment. So like marriage, you have to come back to the vows that you said mm -hmm. on that first day. So for strengths, you have to keep coming back mm -hmm. to the core of what is this thing? Let me, let me make sure I read it again. Are there different words that are highlighting and jumping out for me now because of other things that have happened for me? you know, just continuing to come back to your foundation. Same thing with dance. We can learn all these fancy moves, but at its core is that those foundational steps. At its core is those five top hmm. you know, talents. Do you, How well do you know it? And so then I'll listen to the podcast, the call to coach, the, you know, Gallup theme Thursdays, and I'll go back to, yes, I might like look at the ones that I don't know that much about or I have a colleague. Right. But then every once in a while, I'll go back to my top five and I'm like, let me check in and make sure 
that I'm understanding this in its fullest. And I always discover something new that I'm like, wow, I didn't realize that I was doing that as an attribute of that particular one. Or what's hard for people is seeing the theme, uh, the theme dynamics Mm -hmm. of how two or more come together to then produce a different outcome, which is why it's hard to guess people's strengths because the output might look the same, right? how they got there and the motivation behind it might have been very different. Um, But it's like, what got me to do this particular thing? What what theme dynamic is is at play to make that work? And so I would say advice would be don't don't lose the forest for the trees. You know, keep coming back to the foundation. Yeah. uh, Periodically, every so a couple months, every couple years and revisit for yourself what does it mean for you? Yeah. Put it on repeat, put it, yeah, p- give yourself an opportunity. Recommit, recommit to yeah, learning to re- about yourself. Mm, yeah. Love that. Cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story, for being willing to be here and be open about it so that people can, can see, I mean, I, this idea of, of crossing over the cultural divide, the idea of giving yourself permission, the idea of the strengths, your, your strengths, what's right with you being the foundation of your resilience. I just, I feel like, um, these are just some beautiful things that people will come away with today. And I hope um, I'm really hearing you and learning from you. And, um, we will make sure that they know how to connect with you and, (laughs) uh, and learn more from you as you continue to, to learn along your journey as well. So thanks for being here so much. This was so much fun. Fabulous. Okay. Bye. Isn't Jana's story so rich with purpose? I just, I find myself reflecting that it just really speaks to her own success and her own overall joy in the past decade. A success and joy that could really only come from her own resiliency tree that she herself has planted and pruned and grown and then watered and nurtured by her strengths. Uh, you can connect further with Dr. Shauna T. Sobers at her social handle at Shauna T. Sobers on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And uh, remember, Shauna is spelled S-H-A-U-N-A. So that's Shauna T. Sobers on social. And then you can also connect uh, over on her website at ShaunaTSobers.com. And just like Shauna, I really believe that you can be a part of creating thriving lives, families, workplaces across the entire world. Because when you, as an individual, orient your mind towards what's strong about you and then the people around you, just great things happen. Oh, and hey, also, could you help spread the message? If you believe in the strengths perspective or part of you was impacted by this interview today, would you head over to iTunes and leave a rating? That's the thing with the stars. One, two, three, four, five. And if you're feeling inspired, a short review there would also be helpful as well. So thanks so much in advance for that, if you have a moment. And I'm also, I'm just glad that you were here today to hear how others, how Shauna has fueled significant changes in her life by focusing in on her strengths. And I hope that you join me for more next time on Isogo TV.